1: Welcome to The Talking Pool Show. I am Andrea, and I am here, as usual, with my co-host.
0: I am Rudy Stankwitz, and I am here as well, as usual, and I don't really know who I'm with today.
1: Pool Perfect Max from Natural Chemistry is the premier weekly maintenance product for all pools. This three-in-one technology enhances clarity, maximizes pool program efficiency, and prevents problems. Take every pool care program to the max with Pool Perfect Max.
0: I've been promised what? that Andrea was going to sound different.
1: <laughs> no, well, you said that it w- it happens during the editing, so we'll have to see.
0: Yes, during the editing, it's very, very easy to, to pick out the spots in the sound wave where Andrea is talking. I think I might make that the cover of one of our shows because it's it's weird. Oh, that
1: would be cool. I would like to see it. I don't. I don't. I'm not a sound like expert. Uh, I don't know.
0: It's just what, a very insanely is that, bar-like mm, sound wave. I don't know how else to explain it.
1: Is it good or bad? I mean, I
0: have should no I idea. feel
1: self-conscious?
0: <laughs> that you know what? Everybody who's <laughs> listening, I'll leave it up to them. If you <laughs> have any comments on the way Andrea speaks, or no, the way I not, speak, or the way and- I already what?
1: hate the sound of my own voice, so that's why that's,
0: you don't share podcasts. Anyway,
1: not no, it is not.
0: i have a question for you
1: okay i have an answer let's see if they match
0: do you have an answer for this one because i I want to know do you bitch about Uh, your customers on social media
1: um you know i used to a little bit more than i do now and i try to only save that for the people that I really have no other way to feel better unless I do. I try to keep it to a minimum because you never know who's watching. You never know who's in the groups. You never know who can see it. You never know who's friends with whoever. And I should say whomever. Sorry. But yeah, try not to.
0: You've seen it happen, right? Oh, yeah. It's like sport.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. People will post. Um, screenshots and, you know, I can't, I'm not saying that I never have, I've posted screenshots of customer stuff too, but, you know, after having thought about it and reflected on it, I I feel like it's not a good idea to do. Huh?
0: Not everybody does that. Oh no,
1: not everybody does it. No.
0: It's a very small small percentage of
1: people. I was just you not trying. I was trying not to sound like I was being self-righteous or whatever.
0: I was listening to one of our other shows, Hump Days with Heather, where Heather Linton is the co-host. Is she the co-host or is she the of- host? Well, she's both co-hosts. So I guess two halves make a whole. So she is the host. <laughs> absolutely. You are correct. So the one and only Heather Linton
1: I wasn't sure if you were doing the show together, if it was, I was under the impression it was just her.
0: It is just her. I'm just there for moral support and production and editing and all that fun stuff. But her shows, uh, she was talking about trash talking hmm. customers. I mean, just all of a sudden I could picture the different times I've seen this occur and I don't like, it's not something that I partake in. And truth be told, the pool professionals, those are my customers. It wasn't always that way. I did have a service route. I did have pool owners as customers, and they do sometimes do things that mm-hmm. aggravate you. Oh! Just like any business. But should we be bringing up our dirty laundry in a public forum?
1: Are you asking me? <laughs> Uh, no, it's, it's, (laughs) I'm just kidding. No, yeah, no, it's not a good idea to bash anybody because you never know what anybody's going through. You never know what anybody else's side of the story was.
0: I think it can get you riled up. I mean, if you partake in that, I mean, one of the things, and I'd mentioned it before, I mentioned it when we were talking to Laura Holly, when we were doing the episode with Meridian Behavioral Health, and we talked about bitch buddies, people who bitch like a bitch buddy. Yeah. Because they need somebody who's going to bitch back and bitch right along with them. If they don't get that bitch buddy, then they go away or the the bitching stops. Have you noticed that? Like if you don't partake in it, it's like no fun anymore. There's no sport to it. It's like playing tennis with somebody who won't hit the ball back.
1: Yeah, that makes sense. Then all
0: you're doing is whacking your balls.
1: (laughs) I guess.
0: (laughs) So I don't want to be sitting on social media whacking my balls. And I don't want to be doing it, lobbing it back and forth either. Because to your point. You don't know who's there.
1: You don't know who's gonna be friends with somebody else, and you don't know what screenshots are gonna go around and I've seen it happen in the groups where somebody thought that they weren't, you know, gonna get in trouble by bitching about somebody else, and then it turns out that, you know, they did find out and it was a whole thing and
0: So that's why I want to talk about it. And I'm not picking on those people. You know what? If you need to get stuff all out off your chest You're picking on me. I'm picking on you.
1: <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs>
0: I just grabbed a copy of Pool Magazine.
1: You mean the hottest new trade mag in the pool industry? Yup, that's the one. Did you know the Talking Pools podcast has a column in every issue? No way. That is too cool. Is it as edgy as the Talking Pools podcast? Absa-funking-lutely. They don't skip a beat. I love that magazine. They have their finger on the pulse of the industry.
0: If you do need to get stuff off your chest, it is important that you have a place that you can do that. I just don't know if social media is the best option, because to your point, some of these groups out there are not very good at keeping homeowners out of their groups.
1: Yes, that is that is exactly true. That's part of the reason why I, you know, it's it started to trigger that in my brain. Like It's probably not a good idea, you know, like at all, like, you know, even if you think that the group is private or it's, you know. Like you said, only professionals. You just never know.
0: People invite friends, people invite customers, people invite relatives. There are all types of non pool professionals in some of the pool groups. And I'm not saying our group, talking pools group, is perfect. It's not. There's homeowners in there too. I am certain of it. But I don't know. Some of the groups seem like there's a large percentage of homeowners. Some of them don't. I don't know how well this is being monitored, but I do know that I don't want to complain about customers in a group where there's customers.
1: I was going to say a lot of homeowners know how to answer the professional questions sometimes, so they can also sneak in that way. Sorry, that was just a thought I had.
0: We're talking about bitching about your clientele. I think that's what I'm going to title this one. So you have people that are homeowners that ask questions where they seem a little bit professional. So we mistake them as a pool professional, but then we also have people brand new to the industry who ask questions that may seem rookie-ish, which they are because education is what it's all about, right? You got to ask somebody to learn. And then a lot of people accuse them of being a homeowner. So we don't really know who's who in a lot of cases. I do know, let me ask you this, have you ever got a referral because of somebody that you met on Facebook?
1: Uh, yes, I did. Well, a bunch of times. That's how I got a lot of my stuff. Yeah. Not a, I, not a recurring job, but I went, somebody from our homeowner group, I went and helped them
0: out. So Okay. So do you think... That somebody who has jobs to recommend has work to sub out, or just even give to someone else, because that happens sometimes too. Look, it's in an area I just can't do it anymore. Do you want it? Because of some relationship you made. Do you think that somebody that cares? Of- Can you hear him? It's a fucking vicious bird of prey. I tell you what, it's a cute little thing too. Oh, no, I
1: was gonna say, didn't you post a picture? Uh, there's snuggling no
0: snuggling. Either? If I put my face near him, he'd rip my cheek off. Listen. I'll tell you, you remember in the first Jurassic Park, that little cute dinosaur that came up, and then all of a sudden it went. And then it killed. Yes. It, it killed Newman. Newman. Exactly. Well, yes. that's what happens there. If I put my hand in that cage, I'd pull out a bloody stump. That bird does not oh, like no. It doesn't like me. I don't know why. That's okay. Anyway. Do you think somebody who runs a professional organization that wants to offer business to other pool professionals that they've met in the group is going to offer up a customer to somebody that bitches about their customers.
1: Uh, no, because then you're going to worry that this person going to bitch about your customers or, you know, blast something
0: to your customers to or
1: about them. We don't know what mm-hmm.
0: happens. What happens in the backyard? Do they turn it off like a light switch? Can you turn it off like a light switch? Or can that be read on you? I mean, can somebody pick up on that?
1: Pick up on what?
0: The fact that you hate your customers. The fact that you will bite the hand that feeds you.
1: Yeah, I mean, wait, sorry. I just totally, you totally lost me. Did you just fart? You totally lost me on that, and I got really confused. I
0: said, do you think somebody would refer clientele to somebody who bitches about their customers? I mean, because you don't know what happens off Facebook. As far as I'm concerned, that's their demeanor.
1: Yeah.
0: Can a customer not pick up on that? Even if they try to shield it from somebody who does not like their clientele.
1: I think so. Figure that out. I think a customer could be perceptive of that.
0: Some people are a lot easier to read than they think Mm -hmm. they are. And that does come across in the conversations that they have. I wouldn't refer somebody out that bitches and whines about their customer. Would you? Uh, No. Or to somebody? I would
1: feel like that would cause me a lot of stress and irritation and I just wouldn't want to deal with it. Son
0: of a bitch! That could come back. You might hear back from that customer again, mm-hmm. and when that customer comes back to you and says, "You know what? You sent somebody to my backyard, and they called me a motherfucking douchebag because of the way I did something."
1: Yeah, that would be that would. Be it could happen. Possible scenario, and like I said, just stress that you don't need. So
0: they looked at my filter system that I plumbed myself and said I was a walking <laughs> DIY disaster. <coughs> that my PVC plumbing. The glue looked like a blood splatter pattern. Even if it's true. It might be true, but do you tell somebody that? you know? And then you come back and then we talk about people poorly. Now, what about your employees? Oh, yeah. Do you think they can pick up on that? Well, you're probably much less reserved in front of the people that work for you than you are in front of your clientele.
1: One of the things I learned early on in the restaurant business is that... If someone is going to talk shit about one person, they're going to talk shit about you and everybody else. It doesn't matter really what position they're in. That's been my experience.
0: I try not to talk shit about anybody. And you know what? Yeah, things piss me off. I have friends. I'll talk to somebody offline if something really bothers me, but I'm not going to throw it out in an open forum. Not for everybody and anybody, and I don't know who can see. Not for things that people can cut and paste and copy and send to the person that I'm talking about. Or what if it's a competitor of yours? Mm. What if they post it? Look at how this person talks about their clientele. We don't do this at ABC Pools. We love you.
1: Yeah, that would be pretty detrimental to your whole reputation, I think.
0: Do you think it happens?
1: Oh, yeah.
0: Things can be taken out of context. Just don't put yourself in the position where you're one of those known bitchers.
1: I feel like you're looking at me funny.
0: <laughs> Is this hitting home? Are you feeling guilty? <laughs> no. Do you think I'm talking about you? Absolutely I mean, you know what? Not. I've heard you once no. or twice talk about all the old people that you hate. <laughs> no. They're not necessarily uh, your customer, but they're your I customer's don't... customers. Well... blu-ray all day <laughs> this week's talking pools podcast pool pro of the week is daryl barnett of pineapple pool service out of aliso viejo california do
1: you know a pool professional that deserves a shout out because they are a total badass send an email to talking at gmail.com with the name of the water warrior you think could kick aquaman in the oysters Make sure to include the name of the business, city and state. You cannot nominate yourself, but you can nominate the next Talking Pools Podcast Pool Pro of the week. Do it now. Talkingpools at gmail.com
0: If it was up to you, the list of people who live at the facilities you take care of would show up as a silver alert.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's why I said in the beginning, I I am not immune to having done it, so...
0: Well, no, and people piss me off, too.
1: I'm bitching about the public, though. I'm not... I mean, not that I'm saying anything any better than anybody. I'm not singling out one specific person or company or...
0: You don't think... You know, just a, just a general You don't think thing. that somebody in the public could figure out that Andrea Nanini is part of a podcast.
1: Oh, yeah. That, well, I, I kind of have it on my Facebook.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so there you... Not, so you're <laughs> advertising it. So if they look there, they could listen to, well, let's see what our pool girl talks about. And then...
1: Well, yeah, that's <gasps> that's why I haven't told anybody... <laughs> that's why i haven't told anybody at work about the
0: podcast probably a good idea
1: (laughs) well they're about to find out because they're all going to be at the pool show are they really
0: and they're going to see you sitting at the booth wondering why you're there you're not an ipsa member but we're going to be at the ipsa booth the
1: craig's the owner of the company is going to be there the the manager might be there is matt going to be there
0: because we all want to meet matt
1: matt's gone (laughs)
0: So, but the point (laughs) is, is that there's a whole bunch of stuff associated with this. You know what? And and maybe I've already pissed some people off in this podcast because they feel that I'm, I'm targeting them, but I'm not.
1: He's targeting me. Don't worry about it.
0: I'm talking about (laughs) everybody in general. And like I said, the majority, the overwhelming majority of people do not participate in this. However, some do. And I can't see how that's not carried with them back to their office standing in front of their employees, out in the field, standing in front of the customer, in relationships with vendors, manufacturers, product reps?
1: That's the one that gets me is when you see the posts about, you know, bitching about a certain um, brand or a certain rep or a certain company or whatever. Like, all of those people can see you, you know? And then what if you need to go and get something because one of your customers needs that particular brand because that's what they have, or that's the only thing that you can get, or that's the only thing that will fit, or whatever. And you went and talked trash about how crappy this brand was. You know, it's probably going to be harder for you to be able to get it, or get warranty, or get anybody to help you out. You know?
0: No, you're not okay. You're a piece of shit, dude. You're a f-ing drug addict. I'm a piece of shit. Yeah, you're a piece of shit. I'm a. Loser, you're the biggest loser I ever met. My f oh, right. you yeah. should know. You should yeah. yourself with them. Oh yeah, why don't you try me? Yeah, you do. This ain't gonna go how you think on. it's gonna go.
1: Did you know you can set your pool up so that it uses less chemicals and doesn't get algae?
0: Wait, what? Don't you just add more chlorine?
1: Sure, if you like spending money on chlorine.
0: What you talking about?
1: I'm being serious. Rudy Stankowitz maps the whole thing out in his book, How to Get Rid of Swimming Pool Algae, available on
0: Amazon.com. Rudy Stankiewicz maps the whole thing out in his book, How to Get Rid of Swimming Pool Algae, available on Amazon.com. You can find representatives from every manufacturer in those groups on social media. I know they're there. Remember when we did the virtual trade shows? Those people are all there. Everybody from the heads of trade associations to even the smallest of manufacturers chemical or equipment and all the magazine and everybody in between so this sucks that sucks this blows i hate and they're all quiet that's the thing they're quiet well kind of just watching
1: they're lurkers they're called lurkers it's an actual yes listen it is a term that applies here
0: they're not lurkers they're kind of staying out of it really
1: do you know what it means
0: I don't think it does, because I think what they're doing is being respect lurking. Yes. That's what you do with your fake (laughs) profiles, right? I don't
1: have any fake profiles. What do you mean?
0: Whistleblower. Anyway. What? But that's the point, too. Go ahead. Throw me out of a group. (laughs) I I might reappear as somebody else. I could be blue. I could be brown. I could be vile. I
1: don't. Don't (laughs) even. I knew you were going to
0: do it. (laughs) I mean, seriously, you could be anybody and come back in. Who knows? You post a bunch of pictures of some pools. And who says that homeowners don't do that? Okay. I can't get in as a homeowner. How long do you think it would take for you to set up a fake page?
1: Five minutes.
0: And you've you've got this down to a science because it used to be seven, but you've got better at it.
1: (laughs) (laughs) We'd have to ask about that mr mr 19
0: Facebook profiles <laughs> 19 I don't know who you're talking about there's somebody with 19 30. oh we're gonna leave that out that's right yeah that's right okay but we'll leave that out um, We're not gonna throw anybody under the bus but the whole point is is that you could pop back in <laughs> as, a, as somebody else within about 10 minutes yeah, couldn't you
1: I mean I've done it yeah for
0: sure so you never know who's in I know any.
1: people that do
0: it. you never know who's in any of these groups and what they're gonna do with that information. I mean, right now, I think this pertains and it is totally relevant because if you're looking to grow your business, if you're looking to do anything with business, professionalism is huge. Yes. And this does tie in. And this is no different than trash talking the last person who maintained a pool when you show up to give an estimate. Mm. Well, my last pool guy was just so and so at Joe Mama's pool service. Oh, well, he's a idiot.
1: <laughs>
0: you're lucky you still have a pool. You're lucky you didn't blow up your whole fucking house. I mean, seriously, we shouldn't do that, right?
1: <laughs> no, we should not do that because then you know what's it's it's a whole karma thing. It's like what's going to stop you know n- the next person from trashing you if you screw up, and you know it's just is it worth it to make a big deal about something that's you know not something that you can change or do anything about? Or
0: all right, know, I got really that off my to. chest now. I'm okay. What do you want to talk about? You said you wanted to talk okay. about something else.
1: So I was listening to one of our past episodes. how that or not. happen?
0: Accidentally lean on a button?
1: Shut up. I never got to finish the story that I was telling you about the haunted pool.
0: The one in South Africa. Yeah. Charlize, the one near Charlie's Theron's house?
1: Well, I don't know if that's where it is, but yeah, South Africa, Cape Town.
0: All right, go ahead. I'll
1: be quick. I'll, it's super quick. Oh, my God.
0: Please I have don't the notes. start. Please, please, please don't start with that.
1: What?
0: Alex, get the murder board out. Do you hear this?
1: Sh- <laughs> what?
0: Seriously? Okay.
1: What is? What is this? What I don't? What is that? Every
0: time you say "I'll be quick," oh, it no. takes five <laughs> minutes, and then you finally say, "Long story short." What Listen, the?
1: F- I am entertaining. All right. Anyway, so <sighs> here's on. the story. Okay. So in the 1700s, I don't know exactly which year. So this lady's name was Lady Anne Bernard. And her first
0: name was Lady.
1: Yes, no, she was a lady, man. Okay, it's the it's the female equivalent of being a knight. I get. I, I've were heard.
0: those the pronouns back then?
1: <laughs> no, I I don't know. I have no idea. Listen, did I didn't do identify, any research
0: on this. Did she identify as a lady?
1: I believe she did. Her pronouns okay. were definitely she.
0: All right, her. we'll go forward. Continue she on.
1: Did. Okay, so Lady Anne Bernard in the 1700s. Um, she lived. So this this. It's a castle. It's like a big, huge, you know, whole thing with mansion, castle, you know, what have you.
0: In South Africa.
1: Yes. And it has a pool, which is why it's relevant to our podcast. So they have the pool. Now, Lady Anne Bernard's favorite thing in the whole world was this pool. Her second favorite.
0: She liked to swim.
1: Yes. Her second favorite thing in the whole entire world. Swimming in the
0: nude. All right, so this chick, Lady St. Bernard, she gets in the pool, she swims naked, whatever.
1: Yeah, so apparently she would actually not just swim naked, but she would, like, dive into the pool naked. And this was very scandalous at the time. And apparently they actually built her stairs in the pool so that she didn't have to dive, so that she didn't have to jump in naked. She could just walk in naked. Okay. So the cool part is that...
0: I'm assuming she drowns.
1: I I actually don't know how she died. I just know that her ghost is still seen at this pool. Naked. I don't know if the ghost is naked.
0: I I would have looked into that part immediately. So Lady St. Bernard walks around naked in South Africa at the swimming pool.
1: Correct. You can see possibly a naked ghost. She might be naked. I'm not
0: sure a friendly ghost like Casper or is she like an evil conjuring kind of thing?
1: I feel like she's probably a residual haunting where it's just because she did that so many times through her life. You know, probably every day she was in the pool and out of the pool and in the, so I think that she just left, you know, in essence, a recording, a a, a recording. She left a residual imprint
0: of herself just walking around tits up,
1: (laughs) just tits out by the pool. Yep.
0: All right. Nice, but the okay. cool part
1: is is that they were able to restore the pool based on her journals and drawings and um, sketches of the pool and stuff because she did love it so much that she constantly was writing about it and drawing it and it was pretty um, it was pretty uh, extravagant, like fancy, you know, for the time. So when they went to restore the castle or you know whatever the building, um, they were able to. Go to her records of the pool and restore it to what it was like when she was swimming naked.
0: And the name of this pool, again?
1: Um. Well, it's the Cape of Good Hope.
0: That's is, like a city. is the name
1: of the play. Yeah, but it's I don't know. I'd have to look. If you give me a second, I'll Google it. Well, we can. I'll You can't I'll smush come it out in with in a second.
0: story promising naked ghosts and not tell anybody where they are.
1: Because I told you it's in Cape Town, and it, the place is called the Cape of Good Hope, and it's the castle there. Hold and on. if
0: I told you there was a naked ghost in Miami and left it at that, you think you'd find it?
1: Uh, yes, because there's probably a lot of naked people. Castle of Good Hope. There you go. What did I just say? It's the Castle of Good Hope on the you Cape of Good Hope. You said it was a Good castle Hope.
0: in the Cape of Good Hope, so it's and the I Castle was not of in, Good Hope.
1: It is the Castle of Good Hope, which is a castle in the Cape of Good Hope. In Cape Town.
0: Okay. Is there a significance South to Africa. this? All right. So, <laughs> Naked Ghost.
1: The Naked Ghost.
0: The naked, naked Ghost, ghost Lady St. Bernard. Of
1: the story. And okay. Lady Anne Bernard.
0: Okay. Was she like a nun or something? Cause...
1: I don't think so. I think she was just a noble woman. Just because she was like to be naked does not mean we need to slut shame her.
0: All right, That's it. I'm Rudy Stankwitz. I'm here with...
1: Me. I am Andrea Nanini. And who's
0: kind of like Casper.
1: <laughs> no.
0: She's not I, a wait. friendly ghost at all. And we are out of here. If you like the show...
1: Oh, my God. What? Follow us and give us reviews <laughs> and stars and watch our TikTok videos. Join the group. If there's a pool show coming up, I don't know when this comes out, but I know I plan on going to the one in Key West, so... Cool. Well, hope, hopefully we'll be able to see you at all of these.
0: Aqua, WAC, International, <sighs> all of it. We'll be there. Peace out.
1: Sounds good. Bye.